Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, it's Donna for my friends over at Bradshaw and Bryant. And something worth noting, I, I know it sounds random, but just remember, God forbid, if you're ever injured in an accident, one of the first things you should do is contact an experienced personal injury attorney like Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. Of course, that after getting medical attention. But it is so important to have someone on your side advising you. And when you get a hold of Mike, he'll set up a meeting where you can discuss your case totally free of charge. And if he does think you have a case, it still isn't going to cost you anything unless there is an actual settlement. You know, research does show that on average, uh, individuals who are unrepresented receive in their pocket a third of the compensation as those who are properly represented. That is a really important stat to keep in mind. Certainly the hope is that this never happens to you, but if it does, give Mike at Bradshaw and Bryant a call so he can help you navigate through this difficult time. You'll find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Woo. Uh-huh, Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, that's that guy right there. Hi. Hey, Mike the Zamboni with us as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what did when, you want to talk about? When's the last time you were on a cruise? It's been a while. It's been What's about. the hold up? Um. First of all, it was a work thing. That and means free. That is correct. Those are the best cruises to go on. It I've was a on Disney cruise. I'm, I'm not a huge fan. I suffer from vertigo that comes out of nowhere. And when I'm on a boat, then I have to take anti-vert every day and sometimes three times a day. And then that makes you tired. And so not the biggest fan. Thank you. Thank you for bearing your scars. You're welcome. I really like cruising. Mike, you ever been on a cruise? Never. You have any interest? Yeah. I hadn't been on one until I was uh, I was 19, I think, went on my first cruise. Okay. And it was a huge family reunion for my grandparents' 50th wedding anniversary. Aww. So it was great. We had this big group that was there, which is so fun because then as you're going about your day on the ship, and then you're like, hey, wait, is that Uncle Joe over there with a six-pack of Corona in a bucket just walking down this expensive-looking hallway? Hey, Uncle Joe. It's very fun. You just bump it into people. There's always something going on, and there's always food to be eaten. And there's theaters. Like, yes. you could go to the theater and watch a movie, like a current movie. Yes, they have movie theaters on these. They uh, they they also have a traditional stage and stage shows. Yeah. There are some that have ice rinks, so they're doing ice skating shows. They're shuffleboard. 
There is shuffleboard. There's bingo. There's casinos. Water slides. All sorts of entertainment that they have. And these ships just keep getting bigger and bigger. But the food really is one of the things that is so great about a cruise because similar to an all-inclusive, once you're on there, pretty much all the food that you ever come across is free. You want seconds? Boom. Hey, I'll take seconds of that. The, The buffet is always open. Lou and I went on a cruise on our honeymoon, and one of our favorite things was late at night just going up to the dining, uh, like the buffet room, and it was largely vacated at that point, but what was always open was a drink station and a frozen yogurt station. Mm, you could and order so, a pizza, too, couldn't you? You sure could, Donna. Thanks. Thank you. Good addition. Uh, also, don't you have like your standard, like you get a time for dinner every day, and even though the restaurant may change, when I went on this cruise, we had the same waiter every day. Yes, that's one of the things that you can do is uh, you can do traditional dining. So that is where you choose. We're either going to be a part of the 6 o'clock dining or the 8.30 dining. And then you go to the same seat and you sit in the same uh, that same table. You always have the same server. And then you get an opportunity to tip them specifically at the end of your time on the cruise. It's it's really great. And then they know you. And that you said, we're going to go on an excursion tomorrow. We're going to go ATVing. And then you go back to dinner the next day. Oh, how, how is, is the ATV? ATV? It's just great. It's got a really fun vibe. So there was this list on mashed.com. And it was mistakes that everyone makes when eating on a cruise. The first one was not making reservations. That's a mistake. If you don't do traditional dining where you choose 6 p.m. or 8.30, then it's first come, first served. And so it's in your best interest to call ahead to the concierge and make a reservation. Because otherwise, you can end up just standing outside of a dining room, which we did on our first cruise, that family reunion cruise, for, you know, it could be 30 minutes where you're just waiting and waiting, hoping, like you're waiting in line at an Outback Steakhouse. So make reservations. A lot of people make that mistake. Here's another one that I thought was interesting. They say don't make the mistake of eating in the main dining room on the first night. So even if you signed up for traditional dining, hmm. your table's going to be reserved. They're not going to fill that with somebody else. That's your table, and you can sort of come and go as you please. They have specialty restaurants on cruise ships, and these are generally more elevated cuisine, and they are out-of-pocket. There's generally an out-of-pocket cost associated with those, but it's more of a dining experience. And it's fun to do that once during your stay. They say, do it on the first night. Don't eat in the main dining room the first night. Go to one of the specialty restaurants. They haven't been well marketed yet at that point. Everybody just got on the ship. So they usually offer pretty great discounts, sometimes even BOGO discounts. Nice. Buy one dinner, get the second one free. So don't eat in the main dining room the first night. Go to one of the specialty restaurants. I would just say... The main dining room that first night, sometimes there's some pomp and circumstance of welcoming everybody to the cruise, Mm. and that's kind of a fun vibe to be a part of. The waiters start waving little handkerchiefs around. Donna, you know me when hankies start going. Oh, I know. You're a big hanky fan. Big, big hanky fan. Here's another mistake that people make with cuisine on cruises. Make the mistake. Don't make the mistake of not asking to see your table when you arrive. So you get on the ship. Your luggage is going to make its way up to your room, but you usually have a little while to just meander about the ship before you're unpacking in your room. Go to the concierge and just say, hey, could we see our dining? We're traditional dining. We're at the 830 sitting. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Patterson, great, right this way. And then they can show you where your seat is. That way you can figure out, okay, is this right near like a bus or station? 
a bathroom, etc. And if you want to try to finagle a new room, uh, a new uh, table rather, that's the time to do it. So they say don't make the mistake of not asking to see your table when you arrive, particularly if you're going to be eating at that same table for the next seven nights. Okay. Uh, not knowing the dress code is a big one, too. They have different dress codes for yeah. different nights. It's more casual on cruises now, but there are some formal nights where if you're walking in in your <clears throat> cargo shorts, you're going to be asked to leave because of your fashion choice. However, you want to see some cargo shorts, you head up to the buffet. Cargo shorts reign supreme up there. You can do cargo shorts, flip-flops, all of that. But just understand, different restaurants have different dress codes on the ship. Mm. Also, uh, don't make the mistake of only asking for food that's on the menu. They say that it's not that all cruise lines have a secret menu, but if you don't find anything on the menu that night that really tickles your fancy, don't be afraid to ask. There are plenty of options. Uh, For instance, many uh, kitchens on cruise lines have uh, di- cooks that represent different parts of the world. So let's say nothing tickles your fancy. You could go for some Indian food. There's very likely a high-ranking Indian chef in the kitchen at that time. Okay. Who you can say, could he make me something? Is there something that we could do here? And then, boom, you get something off menu. Okay. Use your options. I love it. Oh, free room service as well. Have breakfast delivered. Yeah. I remember uh, ordering like a pizza at night. Not talking breakfast, but yeah, I ordered a whole pie. Thank you. It's great. Oh, gosh, I love cruising. Yeah. Uh, How many cruises have you been on? I think I've been on maybe six or seven. Wow. Yeah, Alaska. That that was wonderful. That was an incredible cruise. A Mediterranean cruise. That was unbelievable. Those were both with work, quote unquote. Really hit the jackpot there. Uh, keyword free. Donna! Ah. Then the Caribbean a bunch of times as well. Oh, must be nice. Donna! What? You should cruise. You should get out of here. I, 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 I think I would feel a little cooped up. A little. That's, that, that's a complaint of, of cruise naysayers. I they want to be exploring out and about more. I want a bigger room. That's fair. I want to be surrounded by the ocean. I want to look on a deck, have a drink in my hand, warm sun, cool breeze, and 360 sea blue. Yeah, that's nice, too. Man. All right. Thank you, Steve. Donna, thank you for allowing me to do that. All right. This will be fun. We're going back to a subject we kind of covered in the last hour. Uh, I have a list of things that if you did any of them in the past or you still do, Consider yourself old. Wow. Wow. We're going in hot today. Yeah. But listen, I'm in this group, so it's okay. Thanks. Uh, That is according to a new study. When we come right back on my talk. Taco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. I know that talking about end of life stuff isn't the most uh, pleasant conversation to have. Um, But I am glad that I have had conversations with both my mom and dad about uh, what their wishes are when it's their time. And I think you guys know, if you listen to the show and listen to my spots for Crescent Tide, that my mom had a little sit down with Lisa over at Crescent Tide, prepaid, pre-planned for a simple cremation. So when it is her time, she can have things done her way and uh, have it so her kids don't even have to pay for it. Uh, So, hey, thanks, Mom. You know, if you look at Crescent Tide's Google reviews, which are pretty much perfect, You'll see uh, person after person who had a death in the family and called.
called Crescent Tide. Had a great experience with Crescent Tide. They say they were prompt, courteous, sympathetic. They answered their phones late at night on the weekend. They called them back, uh, and they really took care of things uh, in a great way. Lisa and Verlin over at Crescent Tide. It's a small, family-owned St. Paul business. Check them out today. My talk keyword, cremation. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Right, buddy, boo? You're so right. Thank you for saying that and reminding me studies of that. Studies have shown that... Studies medic- have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Oh, Steve, you're so silly. Okay, so I don't know why I keep coming across these lists. It's like they're following me or something. Mm. What is it like? How, don't dress this way. It'll make you look old. We went through that earlier. Yes. Skinny jeans are out. That was for the dudes. That was a bummer. Now it, I have a list of things that you may have done while growing up, which if you did, you're officially old. Here's some good ones, okay? Okay. Using a pencil to rewind a cassette tape. Am Guilty. I right? Yes. So effective. Well, yeah. It's cause... after the tape would come out, you know, and now you just have this long tape. And the fact that that ribbon that was hanging out of the cassette was the song, contained music. And then you could, by shoving a pencil into one of the open holes, Twist it back, lefty Lucy, and it would rewind, and now you could hear the music again is nuts. But if you kinked that ribbon, aka tape, yep. in any way, it would be like distorted when you played it back. Yeah. Wow. All right. So far we're both old. Mike, are you? I'm old as well, yeah. All right. Nice. All right. Hearing someone yell, get off the inner let me try it again. Hearing Action. <clears throat> Hearing someone yell. Get off the internet. I need to use a phone. Yes. <laughs> All right. It required a phone line, kids. Long before there was a Wi-Fi signal, it required a phone line. Dial up. What were they dialing on? The phone. Right. Crazy. How about cars that needed two different keys? I don't this, remember this. I don't remember this. This mean not know. Once- I, I do know this one. <gasps> really? Yeah, my grandma's old Buick. You need to have one key to open up the door, another yeah. one to start it. You got it one, right. One was square and one was round. Huh. Oh, I think I do kind of remember that now that you say it. But it wasn't my car. It might have been my dad's. All right. When everyone's favorite treat was push-up pops, mm. you were eating ice cream basically out of a toilet paper roll. It's That's just like fair. a paper thing around <laughs> it. And then you would slowly, using the stick at the bottom, push it up little by little, more to lick, more to lick. Yes. By, yeah. Okay. Boy, that was toilet paper roll ask, huh? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Were they the same thing? They were probably produced at the same plant. Oh. You're probably right. Um, how about printing your directions from MapQuest? That's me. If you're over 60, you might still do that one. Donna. Do you? I used to. Me too. When I, when I was an admissions counselor. And I had to go speak at a few different schools to tell them about, hey, you could check out our college, too. I would have to print off the directions. Everybody remembers the directions from your starting location to Mm -hmm. the second location. 
And then from that school, I needed to go back to the Rancho Cucamonga school. Then I needed to go over to Duarte's school. And then it was like, you are really, you're midway through uh, a young adult novel just trying to get to where you need to go. (laughs) Uh, How about having a notebook where you kept track of all your friends' phone numbers? I knew all my friends' phone numbers. Right. You know, like I knew them by heart. I'd just go to the phone. And wait, I was going to go boop, 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 boop. But it was more like. <laughs> that was an exciting way to dial the phone. Yeah. The rotary phone. We never had a like a push button phone. Really? Yeah. It was always a rotary. I re- Do you remember when you got the answering machine? Are we all old enough to remember when there was an answering machine in your house? With and the it was tape. like. We have an answering machine now. Yeah. And you had to leave the, the outgoing message. Yep. And then play them all for everyone to yeah, hear. Yeah, you'd come home and you'd be like, play. And then... Your voicemails. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to watch a movie, you had to switch to channel three. I still <laughs> yep. do that at the cabin. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that was before TVs had different inputs that you could choose. Right. I remember that. What was the magic of Channel 3? This portal to cinema. Right. What the heck? Crazy. How about actually burning yourself with a car's cigarette lighter? Oh, yeah. That sucker used I've to done light it up. on my thumb. I stuck my finger right in there because my sister dared me to. And so... then I just got a big bubble with like circles oh. all over it. Because, what you know, the little circles of the coils. Yes. Anyway, that was, you know, before we just used it to plug in chargers. Okay, finding out which movies were at your local theater by checking the newspaper. Yes, movie show times. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um. And if you weren't listening to the radio, you were listening to something from your CD holder, and it was probably attached to your car's sun visor. It was yes. like a multi-folder. Mm-hmm. You just pull one out. Right. Yeah, so you're old if you uh, remember all of that. I used to have a friend who had this huge CD case. And so if you were in the back seat, it was like, hey, that was one of the perks. Someone else is sitting shotgun, but you got to choose what CD you went, and you are just... One plastic page after yeah, another. Yeah, it's like a photo album. Oh, this album. looks good. Yeah, and then you're like, here, let's put this in. Crazy, right? My friend Paul had Web TV, and we felt like that's the Jetsons. You remember Web TV? It was a an interface for you to connect to the internet through your television. Sure. And it was hot for a minute. It was really big. I kind of do remember that. Thank you. Hey, remember Movie Pass? Yeah. Well, a rebooted version of the app, uh, you know, that was where the you pay a, a fee for a month and you get to watch so many movies in the theater. Yes. Because you're part of this club. Yes. Well, in the latest incarnation, uh, subscription plans are back. It's going nationwide again. <laughs> they range from $10 a month for one to three movies, as well as $40 a month for 30 movies a month. And the company claims that moviegoers can use the app at 4,000 locations. And so they're trying to bring it back. Huh. We'll see how this one goes. It was a disaster the first time. It sure was. We'll find out how it goes. The sequel, maybe it'll be better. Who knows? 30 movies a month. Who? Yeah, get a job. How are you paying for the membership (laughs) without a job? (laughs) 
Uh, hey, after the break, Throwback Thursday music trivia, the Tina Turner edition. That's coming up next right here on Don and Steve. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. When I weighed in right around St. Patrick's Day, a little over two months ago, I was in the one high 190s. I did not want to hit 200. I thought that was a, a line I didn't want to cross. So I'm glad I found MNFatLoss.com just in time. I weighed in this morning in the low 170s. So that's about a 25-pound uh, loss, and I'm loving it. Uh, I'm in what they call the maintenance plan. Now, I, I did the two-month reduction phase. I learned about nutrition. I learned about what foods I can eat if I want to lose weight. And I ate them, and I liked them. And I'm not talking prepackaged meals. I'm not talking about counting calories or even exercise. I eat foods I like, sirloin steak, pork tenderloin, uh, noodles with meat sauce. Uh, you can do it too, and you can lose up to a pound of fat a day. Get a free consultation at mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Everybody is Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything on entertainment. What? What, Sorry, Steve? I was just saying on the hill. I was just repeating Taylor Swift. Okay, you did that yesterday, too. Yeah, I'm trying to make it a thing. You're like a Swifty now, huh? I thought maybe our State Fair t-shirts could just say dot, 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 on the hill. Sort of Without a political context. undertone. Yeah, no. All right, Donna. All right, all right why do you got to do that? What's your problem? Mm, it's not Friday? Pappy still feels happy because yesterday I got a big plate of brisket from Chef Brian. It was great. It was it was incredible. I talked about brisket for a large portion of the show yesterday. Some say too long, including management. And I was couldn't believe that I was going to get this brisket again. And Donna, you saw how much brisket he gave me. I said no bun. I just said, I'm here for the brisket. Chef Brian in the cafeteria downstairs gives me a giant cardboard thing filled with brisket. Then I come upstairs. I've got all of about eight minutes to eat this, and then I gotta go. I had two meetings. It was we gotta go. We gotta get out of here. Then what? Worst nightmare, respectfully. <laughs> the sea monster, Dan Seaman, big boss, walks in. Hey, Donna, Steve, you guys here? Let's chat. And now he's talking about things, and I am attempting to plow through as much brisket without choking on meat as I could. And I did it. <laughs> and also, you had to be somewhere. Yeah. Right? That always yeah. happens, you know? Yeah, it was. It was You're a, like, I'm just going to shovel this food in my mouth, and I'm going to leave so I could get there on time. And then in comes... The sea monster. We felt the waves beneath us. The current was changing. Then our door slides open. Hey, Donna, Steve. But it was great. It was a great lunch. Oh, my gosh. That brisket yesterday was so dang good. You should do something nice for Brian, probably. Um, Like turning him into a low-level local celebrity? I've already done that. That was my doing. Donna. What? Okay. See, uh, Donna has a little bit of travel news for I us. I do, I do. Okay, um, downtown Minneapolis, there's a, a block of First Avenue in downtown is going to be closed on Fridays and Saturdays all summer long. What? All the way through October. So what they're doing is they're creating this new public space for Warehouse District Nightlife. So what happens is 9 a.m. on Fridays from 5th to 6th Street on 1st Avenue. 1st Ave from 5th to 6th. 
Okay. Beginning this weekend mm-hmm. through the end of October, it's going to be closed. No travel there. They will reopen to traffic by 10 a.m. each Sunday. So it's just Friday, Saturdays. Interesting. They're, they're creating like a pedestrian zone with food trucks and tables and seatings and restaurant, uh, restrooms, excuse me, various activities. And they want to do this through the summer and the fall. So, okay. That sounds fun. Yeah. It's kind of like having the farmer's market, like you, you know, close off a section of the street. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, let's go there. That looks fun. It's fun when sections of the street get blocked off. I did just see a little thing on Instagram the other day of, uh, you know, the comedian Bill Burr? Yeah. Boston guy, you know, kind of brash. Yeah. And he was talking about street fairs and his disdain for street fairs. Oh, I love But his girlfriend, yes, of course. He's like, my girlfriend, you know, she's like, I got this great Saturday planned. We're going to go to this street fair. And then he's just so upset. You're walking. There's a bunch of people making stuff out of buttons. And these people are selling weird food that none, none of it was, as he would say, none of it was good enough to make it into a store. He said, you know, usually if these places are successful, they'll put a building around it, turn it into a whole thing. It was funny. I disagreed with him because I really like a street fair. I was at the Hopkins Street Fair last weekend. Oh, yeah. By happenstance. And it was just, it's just fun. I like just the curiosity of what's next? What do you do? Oh, you make this? This is cute. Right. That tastes good. Or sometimes there's like cultural, you know, treats that you may have never tried before. And you're like, oh, let me try this weird donut. That looks good. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's a bad example. (laughs) Well, I just thought you were really sounding cultured and open to things. And then let me try this weird donut. (laughs) I don't know. It was someone from another country who made it, but it was it was weird. <laughs> Why don't we call Brian? Uh, you want to do that? I think that feels like uh, the right All right, time. let me make it official. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's broccoli cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. If you're hungry, soup is so down to the cafe. Soup of the day. It's in his bitch. Yeah, this time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Have some ring pickup. Look at him go. Nice. Hey, Brian. Hi. Hey, it's us. I know. Hey, Don. Hey, man. Does it right on my phone here. All right. Oh, yeah, does it, it really? Oh, what wow. does it say? My talk? It says Radio FM 107. Oh. Oh, oh my Warm gosh. line, maybe. Okay. Ooh. All right. Got it. Hey, uh, we have questions for you. Okay. Uh, first, what's the soup? It is chicken, vegetable, and rice. Yes. That sounds amazing. Balanced. Second question is, uh, you have street taco carnitas today. Mm. Yeah. Is that chicken, pork? Oh, carnitas is pork, Donna. Thank you, Steve. Always, I didn't welcome, know Brian. that. I didn't know. I didn't know. Barbacoa beef, carnitas, mm. pork. Okay. Wait a second. Barbacoa is beef. Yep. Okay. Barbacoa bowl. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, so you're not doing barbacoa, you are doing pork. I am. Because it's a carnitas. carnitas. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. that means pork. Got it. Okay. Se habla espanol, El Brian? Si. Okay. Hey, Brian, oh my God. Um, the, the brisket yesterday was just incredible. It was an ungodly amount that you gave me. I had to go full Joey Chestnut on that crap. I had to like eat and run, and I destroyed it as a boss came in and told us things. I was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that sounds good. Oh, so good, man. 
no comprende. Adios, okay. senor. All right, all right, there he goes. Bye now. That was Brian, everybody. Okay, he's going to go. All right, bye, Brian. I told Steve he should do something nice for you, and he said he made you a major star. You have to understand, Brian's going to be frustrated with you for about 12 to 24 hours because of your ignorance regarding carnitas. And I'm not saying it's your fault. Everybody learns. We all learn new things every day. But I just know my brisket boy, and he ain't too pleased. <laughs> I think he'll get over it. In 12 to 24. Mm. Hours? That's a, that's a good thing, though. I bet you're not the only one who didn't know that. Carnitas, pork, barbacoa, beef. I never heard that word in my life. Which one? Barbacoa. Yes, we have a full short film about that. We came out playing <laughs> Project Down and Dirty last year, so I know, Donna. That's okay. It's fine. We're all learning stuff. We sure are, Steve. Why don't we Get out come of back tomorrow? Sure, one more day. One more day. And then a three-day weekend, everybody. Oh, that's right. I yeah. keep forgetting it's a holiday weekend. Oh, this is exciting. Uh, we've got the Adventures of Bradley and Donna next. Lori and Julia after that. And we will join you again 9 a.m. tomorrow on the Donna and Steve Experience. Love you long time. Bye now.